Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen um, of the internet uh, who listen to podcasts about wrestling. Uh, this is a podcast about wrestling. It's a podcast called Love the Graps. Um, my name's Chris. I am here with Alan. Hello. Hello, Alan. And we have just got back from uh, Lucha Forever in Birmingham and their show... Cash Me Outside. I, I, I don't really know what that's a reference to. and that's How about that? What? That's what it is. How about that? that it's a, it was a thing on the internet was it yeah oh see i am the internet's alan boone yeah. so i know these things i exist mainly in the real world <laughs> you loser yeah just like in three dimensions <laughs> and uh, i can i'm i am corporeal <laughs> in every sense of the word <laughs> uh, don't put yourself down we are what we are yeah so we've just got back from lucha forever uh, it is 27 past midnight. You love your time checks, don't you? I do. It's You're a like a DJ. Of, no, it's a thing. It's a thing, isn't it? Like, it's become my thing. One of my things. Yeah. Um, As a thing goes, it's a terrible thing. Why? It, it gives context to where we are in our lives. And also, you know, we ha- we do this when we get home from a wrestling show. Yeah. So why not make it clear what well, time we're doing? The thing is, as well, it does translate into the real world because... If you're out there and you want to know the time, don't ask a policeman. Ask Chris. Well, no, don't. That's not going to make any sense because we're. I mean, we're not going to get this up for like another forty-five minutes at least. Yeah. So that is not going to be the current time when you're listening to this. I mean, it could be, but that'd be weird. You should it? go to bed. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we just got back. Um, it was a long, warm day. It was. Um, in Birmingham. Yeah, it was hot. Yeah, very hot today. Um, lovely weather to sit in a pub garden um, rather than um, a function room in Birmingham. And it was a function room. Mm, Completely yeah. dance floor. It was, yeah. Um, but um, it was a fun show. Yeah, I mean, we've done Lucha Forever before. We did their first show, yeah. Yeah, and this is their fourth show. And our main takeaway from that, I think, is going to be pretty similar to the same takeaway we've got tonight. The really good show, still not sure what it is. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd agree with that. I think it's still um, a bit... Of everything. Yeah. It's just, it's trying to do a lot of different things at the same time. Did um, appear to be some storylines. Yeah. Uh, they, like they, that. they, they've, um, they got a couple of characters that they're obviously trying to do a bit of through line with from show to show. And they've, they crowned a number one contender for their yeah. title tonight. So that's, you know, that's a thing, you know, that means at some point down the line that, particular thread has to be pulled on and if you're a fan of progress you'll never guess who it is no <laughs> yeah um but we'll um we we maybe we won't even mention it we don't have to mention it no the thing about this show is that we don't do blow for blow play by play 
uh, rundowns of the shows that we go to, we pick out a few points that we yeah. loved and a few points that we didn't quite like or love, um, and we talk about them. And let's do that now, shall we? Yeah. So, and, and the thing is, if you want to see this show, it's on Flow Slam. Yeah, it's on Flow Slam. Or those weird places where it turns up on the Russian version of YouTube. It will eventually end up there. Um, please subscribe to Fry Slam, because I enjoy having it. Yeah. But, but you know. What it, are you... I don't even know. Carry on. Okay. So, uh, the podcast is called Love the Graps. This section of the podcast is where we say love the graps and then things that we loved about the graps we hashtag love the graps yeah um so alan you go you go you you go now okay right now for anyone who watched the show at home tonight on flow slam this will mean nothing to you because in the interval we got a bonus match Yes, and did, yeah. it was a bonus match that is not allowed to be on TV for reasons. And it was WWE UK's Trent Seven against Impact Wrestling's Rockstar Spud. Is he still with the Impact Wrestling? He is. Is he? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. On that. last week's show, he was involved in a storyline where he accidentally pulled down Swoggle's trousers. Right, um, and so Swoggle beat the piss out of him. So did and you? Now did, he's, sorry, just quick. Did you see Swoggle's penis? <laughs> I don't know. I did not watch. Okay, uh, this was recapped by Lance Storm. Right uh, okay. on the uh, Filthy Four Daily. He was standing in for Filthy Tom Lawler, yeah. Um, and yeah. So that's what Spuddy's doing, feuding over Horn Swoggle's penis. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. Um, so these two, they. Uh, did a bit of comedy stalling to yep. start off with. A uh, very funny bit of comedy stalling. We almost thought we would get uh, the referee involved in the match again, as happened in the interval match last time. Uh, and then they went on and had a bloody good match. Yeah. Really did, bloody yeah. good match. And I loved it. Yep. And you were not excited about the idea of seeing Spud going into the show, were you? No, no. I since I, I knew Spud when he first came into the business we weren't pals or anything we were just on some of the same shows and then I went away for a little bit and then I came back and watched a couple of shows very drunkenly and Spud was on one of those and I remember going up to him and trying to give him a compliment that I'd been impressed with his work but I think it came out that I thought he'd be shit but wasn't yeah um, so that didn't go down very well and the the same thing was perhaps true tonight. I thought he'd be shit, but he wasn't. He was really good. Yeah. And Trent was really good. And Joel Allen was really good, but we'll talk about that in a minute. And the whole thing, I, I really loved. Yeah. I mean, I was saying after the show that I think, honestly, that if he wanted to do it, and it would have to be a bit of a departure from from obviously the style of wrestling that he, he loves. But Trent Seven could be one of the primo comedy wrestlers in the world if he wanted to be. Yeah. Like, he he gets the crowd on side straight away. Instantly, they they want to see him succeed. They, they want to see him entertain. 
and he's just yeah he's just got that way about him that um that kind of makes you you smile already yeah. so so yeah the crowd are already ready to be entertained is he the Wolverhampton cult commander yeah i mean yeah uh, the, the, i guess that's what i'm getting at yeah he's obviously he's obviously a big fan of the strong style yeah. style of wrestling strong style style um and you know he he wrestles that way he hits hard and he yeah. does the stupid suplexes and pile drivers and all of that but if he wanted to he could stop doing that yeah and still give entertaining matches um and let's face it he's no spring chicken so you know maybe at some point he might have to s- slow down but with could a lot of you those could you drops. do both we're both big fans of ddt yeah now ddt has several wrestlers who straddle that that divide between comedy and serious hard wrestling mm. and in fact you went back and watched a match where dan shokudino who is nothing if not a stupidly ridiculous wrestler wrestled a pretty much straight match and really enjoyed it didn't you yeah yeah i, I i'm i think there is room to straddle it and trent's pretty much doing that as it is i guess my point is that he could if he wanted to go down that that that, that, yeah. that route, I don't I don't really know what I'm getting at. To be honest, like, well, you, you know what Cornette says, don't you? Uh, um, yeah, he says that's a great idea, Chris. I agree with all of your opinions. Exactly what he said. Yeah, yeah. exactly what he said. Um, so my second uh, hashtag love of the graps is I've just mentioned him is referee Joel Allen. Yeah, um, Brit Rest MVP. Yeah, referee Joel Allen. Now. It's becoming a bit of a theme on this podcast that we talk very highly of referees. Yeah, it is, um, yeah. Which is weird because referees in a lot of other sports are, mm. are fucking rubbish. I've got no respect for the art of the referee, like in so much as them as authority figures. No. Um, Although Joel, I will admit, when, he, when he's not doing the humorous act that we saw tonight is a, a an intimidating take no shit kind yeah, of referee. Yeah, that, that's true, that's true. Um, but tonight we got the best of Joel Allen. Mm. He's a very, very funny man. Um, his incredulity at the uh, ring bell, which yeah. um, was not a ring bell, because someone forgot the ring bell, um, and was just a piece of metal banged on a fire extinguisher, which yeah. I, I think the Brothers of Obstruction and Attack really would have something to say about. Um, I, I don't think so, you're supposed yeah. to bang on the side of fire extinguishers. No. It's a pressurised container. No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. so you don't know what could happen there. Um, and he played his part in, in not only the Trent Seven spud match, but also in several other matches where he had to kind of act the fool um, and really played along with that. Yeah. And, and I've loved Joel for a long, long time, ever since he was skinny, skinny Afro Joel. Yep. Uh, and now he is hench, uh, not so Afro Joel. Yeah. Um, and I just think he's an asset to British wrestling. Yeah. The first time I met Joel, I was at a show in Birmingham, and I'd had a few drinks, and I made the the joke. You know, the joke that people make when they see Joel referee about him looking a bit like Art Garfunkel. That that hip, modern 
in the in the uh, zeitgeist figure Art Garfunkel. Yes, yes, him. If any um, if any of our younger listeners are listening, Art Garfunkel's just you don't even want to know. Art Garfunkel was part of one of the finest songwriting duos that this planet has ever known. All right, Alan. Tom and Jerry. Crying out loud. Ah, what see, that's where you're wrong. You? Tom and Jerry was what Simon and Garfunkel were called before they were Simon and Garfunkel. What, what, how was I wrong? What did I do that was wrong? Yeah, you poured scorn when I was, in fact, correct. Oh, God, you are unbearable. Anyway, um, what I was getting at was yeah. I made a dumb joke um, at Joel's expense, to which he responded very quickly um, and, and, shut, and shut me up. And I appreciated that. I, um, Did he make a T-shirt based he, on that? No, he didn't. No, no. He missed an opportunity there, yeah, didn't he? It's probably, you know, four or five years too early at that point. Um, and I remember I went and, and chatted to him after the show. I apologised for for my um, for my comments. I felt a bit bad. I felt, you know, joking about somebody's appearance. It's not very, it's not very nice whether or not you you know he played up to it or not. Um, and yeah, we've got chatting and, and I always make the effort to say hello to Joel when I see him at shows now. And yeah, he's incredibly entertaining. I think, um, we might have to put a bit of a stopper on praising the referees. We've yeah. kind of covered that now. Yeah. Um, well, well, can I, can I praise Rob Brazier as well? The referee at Lucha no, Britannia you can't, and no, no, you can't. while we're doing that. No, this is, no, come on, we've got to get him out. No, was he on the show today? No, he wasn't. No. You could have done that when we were talking about Pro Wrestling Eve the other day, but you didn't. Yeah, I had lots to talk about. Yeah. Tough. I mean, tough. All right? We keep this tight. This is a tight <laughs> format. That's what we're known for. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Rob Brazier, you are not on the docket today. Damn it. All right? Damn. Maybe you'll get to catch up with him some other time. You know, get him in there. But you'll have to run it past me first. Okay, right. M- moving on. Yeah, uh, love the graps. Um, third and final um, was the big twist ending to the show. I mean, maybe not twist ending because it was a match. Yeah, and it was um, always likely. It happen. was a possibility f- for for the for the outcome of the match. Yeah, was CCK um, hashtag CCK. hashtag CCK. Um, I still don't think I need to say the hashtag. You do, because otherwise, CCK is Travis Banks. No, 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 no. The hashtag is silent. The hashtag is used in the in the typography. I don't need to say hashtag. Well, then you need to say Calamari Catch Kings. I don't have to do anything. It's very right? true. It's I very can say true. CCK and you'll know who I'm talking about. Well... That's your problem, not my problem. <laughs> um, so CCK, Chris Brooks, Kid Lycos, Mondi Lycos, um, they won the CZW Tag Team Championships today. We're in the UK, so CZW. Yeah, uh, from the Scarlet and Graves Tag Team. Yeah. Um, neither of whom are called Scarlet or Graves. Yeah. Um, Zachary Wentz and Desmond Xavier. Javier, <laughs> Javier, um, which well, it was a fun match, really fun match. Yeah, um, lots of f- flip flips and lots of 
double teams. Yeah, sick. Uh, no, tag they're team double. Moves. T- just, they're just normal double team <laughs> maneuvers. Um, and Although at this point, let's, let's point out that yeah. uh, Scarlet Graves did do a really good double team move, and yeah. you shouted out, "Yeah, that sick. Was a sick! That was a sick move. tag team move." And then what did Chris Brooks say? It wasn't that sick. Yeah, what was holding his 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 ribs? Yeah, I mean, he'd been beaten up ever yeah. so slightly. I guess, it, yeah. So, in, like, really fun match. Really, really fun match. Um, and this was positioned as a main event of the show. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. Um, which I guess, in hindsight, almost telegraphs the finish a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we knew something was going to happen. We knew something was up, especially when yeah. you're following Travis Banks versus Matt Riddle um, on the card. Yeah. Um, but I think. The reason I, I kind of want to talk about it as a, a love the graps is because it feels like another one of those um, marker points that we can sort of look at and say British wrestling is the new. Oh, I don't. I don't really want to talk in platitudes, but is 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 becoming sort. Of, like the standard bearer for wrestling internationally almost. Um, I mean, you're seeing it more and more, these guys getting out there where they weren't before. And for CCK to be picking up a tag team championship in one of the biggest companies in the US, um, biggest independent companies, one of the longest standing independent companies, Mm -hmm. there, there probably isn't a longer running independent company in the US right now than CCW. Um, is really a notable achievement. Yeah. Um, so, you know, congratulations to those guys. But what I really mean is, boo, you're a pair of dickheads. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is that they could. I mean, Scarlet and Graves have only got a few days left on their UK tour that we know of. So there could be the possibility of a quick title change back, mm-hmm. in which case it's just one of those things that happens. Yeah. But... Thinking about it, one, I can't think where that it would get switched back. Yeah. Uh, because both teams are booked pretty much throughout the weekend and never in the same place. And two, um, the new person in charge of creative direction, which is a posh way of saying he's got the book in CZW, Sammy Callahan. Yes. And Sammy Callahan spent a lot of last year over here. He's been over here this year, and I think he knows the strength of British wrestling in general. Yeah. And he also knows Chris Brooks and Kid Lycos. Well, he was obviously over here recently for the um, Fight Club Pro yep. uh, Tag Team which Weekend. They won. Uh, which um, CCK won. Uh, so he will be more than familiar with you know what they're capable of. Um, and I'm pretty excited for the fans of CZW to get to see that as well, because... Yeah. You know, I think you're more of a fan of CCW. I've become C- a fan, yeah. CCW. CCW. Um, yeah, I don't like them. Calamari catch wrestling. zone wrestling. Um, uh, I'm not. I, I've always been a bit squeamish about it because of the messy stuff that they do sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when I do get to see the wrestling stuff that they do, I always, I'm always really impressed. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're the kind of company that have a really good first half of the show and then I get to the last couple of matches and I'm like, oh, I feel dirty now. <laughs> um, 
But the 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 idea of um, CCK showing up on some of their shows um, would, would definitely um, get me to to give it another look. Um, we've already got you know Tournament of Death coming up, w- featuring a couple of British favourites in Jimmy Havoc and uh, Clint Majera. Yeah, I don't know if they have non-death match stuff on that card. If they do, maybe. You might find CCK yeah, maybe, going over with maybe. with Havoc and Margera. It would be fun if CCK were to go over for the Anita show. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Yeah. And um, also, CCK were announced for Chikara. They were. And yeah, just been Chikara announced. run not too far away from where CZW run. So you never know. Yeah. A US tour might be on the cards. Yeah, and I would, you know, for those guys do you know what I would love it if they were to do that because that would mean they were out of the country and as far away <laughs> from me as possible for a little while bloody right you still spit on you from America yeah somehow yeah somehow yeah. now um, you'll notice that in that Love the Graps mm. if any of you watched the show tonight um, we we didn't talk about the title match that's because we don't need to talk about Travis Banks and Matt Riddle beating mm-hmm. the piss out of each other for 10, 15 minutes. And yeah. that's basically what they did. Well, and this is, you know, when we did Fight Club Pro last week, um, the main event of that show was great. Yeah. And basically what we said was, it was exactly what you expect from Travis Banks and Trent Seven. Yeah. And what we got today was exactly what you'd have expected from Matt Riddle and Travis Banks. Yeah, so just listen to the show from last week. And if you want to, overdub... Matt Riddle, wherever we we said Trent Seven, um, yeah. So just go and just go and watch it. Yeah, it's like, really really good. Like I, I, we don't need to say. Oh, and then he hit him, and then he hit him, yeah. and then he dropped him, yeah. and then he dropped him. Yeah, um, it was great. What about not my graps? What about not my graps? Um, so I, I think the first thing, and it's kind of like the biggest thing. Yeah for the show was it was very long almost four hours yeah and it had ten matches on it yeah including two non-televised matches yeah um one of which the the Trent Seven Spud match and also a four-way tag match um neither of which were short nope in fact, no matches were really short. No tonight. matches were really short. The David Star Amari match wasn't particularly long. No, um, a bit like Amari's neck now. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> um, but yeah, just very long. Yeah, too many matches for my yeah. liking. Um, I mean, it's nice but, to get your money's worth. Yeah, but it's if you're not getting your money's worth because you're tired and hot, then. You know. Yeah, and there were times early on in the night that the crowd were flagging, and and yeah. they got back into it. Yeah, the last I think the interval, really the interval match brought people yeah. back in a lot. Um, but yeah, I think people were struggling because it was so warm. Yeah, um, and because it's a Thursday night. Yeah, um, and a lot of people had to leave before the yeah, end there as were well, people which had is to never leave. a good thing. No. Um, you really do want everybody buys a ticket to see every bit of action. Yeah. And you have to understand that some people, if you're putting on a card like that, 
which is a great card. That people are going to travel People for. are going to travel, and they're not as lucky as us to be able to drive. Yeah. They have to get public transport, and public transport in this country has gone to shit, <laughs> and therefore people had to leave. Um, so there were some people I know who were there because they really wanted to see hashtag CCK, and they had to leave before they came on. Yeah, which is ideal. Which is disappointing. Yeah. And, I mean, that happens. You, you can't please everyone all the time no but like I, I felt like tonight it I don't think anybody would have been disappointed for a couple of those matches to not be on the card yeah or go shorter yeah but well no but I don't want 10 matches anyway no no like frankly I find it weird that you're booking Jimmy Havoc and putting him in the opening non-televised four-way tag match I mean it's lovely yeah yeah and but th- this is the thing like you can look at it objectively and go that's great added value but no. then if it wasn't there you wouldn't miss it no um oh, yeah so yeah just 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 Point up a little bit just a little bit yeah yeah um and I don't honestly I don't think anybody watching at home would go oh I only got seven matches rather than eight matches on the yeah. televised thing well I I know a friend of ours, Ian Hamilton, um, he went to bed with the last three matches yeah. still remaining because he's got work in the morning. That means he went to bed at 7pm. Yeah. What a baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this has been a long time coming. Um, I'm keeping the podcast running now. I think that's gone, Alan. I think it's gone. Um, <laughs> the chair that Alan was sitting on while doing this podcast um, has just collapsed. Um, are you alright, Alan? <laughs> oh, I've hurt my toe. You've hurt your toe? How did you do that? I think my toe was caught underneath um, the, the um, collapsing chair. Yeah, I don't really... Don't sit back down. No, I'm going to uh, do this um, Chris Moyle style. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, because I'm be, standing up now, shock jock style. be a really obnoxious objection. Well, I am that anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, right next, um, not my grabs because <laughs> let's 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 keep it let's keep it zippy now, yeah. shall we? Because you're on your feet. Um, <laughs> uh, next, the love, beauty of live podcasts. Yeah, the uh, next love my grabs. Um, not my grabs. Not my, <laughs> uh, not my grabs is, uh, and this is um, it's always. It's always tough to pick out a person yeah. or an act that yeah. you're not a fan of, and it feels a bit mean spirited. But honestly, like the show was so fun, it kind of stuck out like a bit of a sore thumb tonight. Yeah, um, and that is this weird insistence of having B Priestley on the show and presenting her as a good guy. Yeah, not not weird having her on the show. No, that's fine as a as a professional wrestler. Yeah, she she is you know more than than satisfactory. Yeah. However, they do position her as a goodie. Yeah. And they have never given us any reason to care for her. And in fact, most of the other places she works, she is a baddie. Yeah. And she comes out with that weird kind of toothy mouth face mask. Yeah. Um, in fact, her costume was just full of uh, toothy mouths. Yeah. It was 
scary mouse. Yeah, it was quite quite unsettling to look at, like something out of Hellraiser. Um, <laughs> and so she was against Viper, who was playing a comedy baddie. Yeah. And I didn't feel I had any reason to root for B Priestley. And it's not the first time at Lucha Forever that that's happened. Yeah. It's um it, it it's a weird one, and you do see it every now and then. Like there'll be a character that feels miscast in their mm. role, um, and yeah, B Priestley. I don't know whether there's an expectation that because she has certain associations mm. that we're supposed to instantly be like, oh, that's B Priestley. I will cheer her. But they haven't done anything to, to make her no. to make her um, you know sympathetic or particularly likable even. And uh, she's good as a baddie. Yeah, yeah, she is. Um, I mean, especially when you've got a show where you've got a fella who has gotten over, and they, nobody even knows his name. They just call him that guy. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not like the crowd isn't open to cheering someone if you give them a reason to support them yeah. like and it doesn't have to be a lot but i just don't know whether she's in the position right now that she's going to connect with the audience in a positive way like that no which is sad because as i say it's a really good show yeah. and she's also somebody very young in her career as well yeah um and actually you know you could make an argument that she you know she's kind of being put in situations that she's not maybe ready for yet yeah um, well, it's not necessarily my place to say I'm just a stupid idiot recording the podcast getting on for one in the morning yeah. Um, but yeah if if you're listening the bookers of Lucha Forever give us a reason to care about her yeah that's all I want yeah. I'm happy for you to cast her in that role but you need to do something to make me care about her and she needs to do something to make me care about her it's not yeah. just Lucha Forever no. Like there's still something about her performing in the ring that isn't connecting yeah so you know maybe next time it'll all click into place hopefully yeah yeah anything else yeah the last one now usually this isn't an issue when we go to to live shows no um but tonight we were accidentally sat next to the commentators yes and so we could hear the commentary throughout most of the show yeah um, which apparently more than people at home could do. Um, oh, really? Yeah, um, especially during the first half. I believe the commentary was very low. Right. You lucky people. Um, <laughs> they're really loud. Yeah. They shout a lot. Yeah. And I don't know that that is the most effective way of transmitting the excitement that's on the screen to the people at home. Yeah. I think the commentator should be there to guide rather than emphasise. Yeah, it felt like they were talking constantly. Yep. And it felt like they were shouting um, at each other and not as a result of what was happening in the ring. There was a lot of um, banter. Yeah. Funny, oh, funny, funny banter. And it was at a very high volume. Um, and, you know, I'd, different, you know, People have different tastes in commentary. Yeah. And I'm not even... Honestly, I don't think either of us right now are particularly viewing it as an issue 
regarding their commentary style because we didn't hear the commentary. We didn't hear it as commentary. No. It was just... It just felt loud and obnoxious. Yeah. And did impact on our, sh- on our enjoyment of the show. And part of that was our own fault for sitting where we were sitting. But there was a time in um, one of the matches towards the end of the show where they shouted something about the referee, Joel Allen, and he heard them yeah. in the ring and reacted to it. Yeah. And it's like... that. The commentators, you shouldn't be able to hear them and let them impact the rest of the show. No. They should be in a little booth somewhere. They are, they are commenting on. That's, that's, where, yeah. that's where commentary comes from. Yeah. Um, so what they say, as you, yeah, as you say, shouldn't affect what is going on yeah. in the ring. And there's absolutely no reason for them to be speaking so loud. No, no. I mean, I have my own thoughts that I don't think in 2017 the heel and and face commentator having a a bad guy color commentator is particularly worth anything anymore if you're gonna have a two-man booth um then just have two straight guys honestly i think it it makes it easier because Mm. there's instantly but no just from the sort of dynamic between the two announcers um, and I'm not saying I'm a big fan of it. I, I think I can see logistically why it makes some sense because you've already got an antagonistic relationship between the two announcers, which gives them, um, you know, a dynamic to sort of bounce off each other. Um, and, you know, so if you're in a lull in the commentary, the idiot hit bad guy announcer can say something horrible and then they and it's then they're off to the races though, again. It's yeah, hackney. it is a bit, but wrestling in a lot of ways is that it is a bunch of hackney tropes that we're seeing subverted in a lot of ways yeah but then reinforced in a lot of other ways so you know to sort of say it's hackneyed is uh, it's kind of hit neither here nor there whatever the hell that means (laughs) (laughs) so anyway so yeah fun show um obviously we had a couple of things there but nothing major apart from I st- actually, I do think the length of the show is pretty major. It is quite major. Um, but really enjoyed it. Would do it again. Yeah, there were times when I sat there and I just couldn't believe the quality of the lineup. Yeah. Um, there were people we really haven't spoken about who were big, big names Yeah, who, who appeared on this card. And to get that for 15 English pounds yeah. on a Thursday night in Birmingham... It, what a time to be alive yes definitely and again not impacted particularly by the absence of um, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate who were removed from the card at the last minute no if I mean those guys at the moment to, to the likes of me and you if we see them it's a bonus yeah um, to other people they're a, they're a draw um, we, we've seen a lot of them yeah. we've, we've enjoyed them and if we get to see them again brilliant if not there's other fellas yeah so i would recommend watching the show if you can first yeah. slam um i'd recommend seeing what lucha forever going to do next they've had a bit of a rocky road um last few weeks yeah um hopefully this is um a good enough show to put them back on the course that yeah. they were going um they they've been pretty ambitious with what they've been doing um, and I hope that continues. Yeah. So, what have we got next? Well, we've got this thing 
yeah. called the Super Strong Style 16. Oh, from the WWE-affiliated Progress Wrestling. WWE Progress, yes. Um, um, so three days of lots of wrestling. Yep. Um, because Progress have split it over three days with the intent that the days won't be so packed. But you know what Progress are like. Yeah, they can't help themselves. Yeah, they'll stuff it full. Yeah. We've also got some other stuff going on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll... we'll hopefully get content out over yeah, the weekend we've got, we're planning on putting podcasts out every night um we are also doing a thing on sunday morning a brunch yeah a brunch um brunch of graps brunch the graps tweet in tell no, us which one you prefer I don't, no because i don't care what people's <laughs> opinions are the podcast is love the graps the brunch is brunch the graps it works I, I'm not. We're not going through this again. It's Alan and I had a long conversation via text message the other day about syntax. Um, <laughs> and anyway, we're doing a brunch on Sunday morning. Um, it's going to be at ten thirty at a to be determined venue in Camden. We'll confirm soon. Yeah, it will. But it, it won't be too far away from anything. No, it will be literally within minutes walk from the ballroom. Yeah. Um, we have been confirming numbers with people via DM on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but if anybody is listening to this and decides they want to come, I'm sure yeah. we can still accommodate. Please do. Um, we've got a good group, good, um, yeah, yeah a good sizable group. I'm really yeah. pleased with the response that we've had. Yeah. Come and make some friends. Yeah. So come hang out. Um, we're just going to hang out, eat some breakfast. Yeah chat about the wrestling and then wander over to the ballroom to watch um, the day two yeah. of um, Super Strong Style. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, make sure that you subscribe to our iTunes feed. I'm going to keep yes. reminding you of that. Um, so that's easy to do. You know how to do it. This is a podcast. You know how to do it. Just go and do it. Um and you can follow us on the Twitter at Love the Graps, at Musly Babies, at Indie Sleaze. Um, check out all the hilarious comings and goings from the Love the Loves the Graps boys. Um, but until we do the podcast this weekend, two days time. Two days. Oh my god, we might die. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? We survived WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. We can survive this. Yeah. Um, until then, go to bed. Night. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills, every class, for the seasons out of time.